Let's talk about small groups. This is Jared, the men's director at East Haven. Small groups have been important to me in my life, uh, whether with my wife as a married couple or even just uh, myself as a guy, because my desire is to stay in alignment with the Father. I want to be aligned with Christ. And if I'm doing that on my own, it can be kind of tricky. Life gets busy. I've got lots of things going on uh, and m- the desires of my heart may lead me in in directions that might not be good, but they also could be good. Nothing wrong with them, but the busyness that comes out of those things gets me off path of wanting to stay aligned with the Father. And so small groups have been an, an important key in our lives as a married couple and myself individually because of the relationships that have grown out of that. When we first got married, we joined a small group uh, that was comprised of some other couples who we knew uh, that group was already meeting. We ended up, um, I think that group stopped meeting and we ended up joining another small group that had been meeting, had some long relationships in that group, but that group was great. Those were groups that were organically built. And so I think there's a difference there between like joining a group that you find on a list and joining a group because you were invited kind of a group that was built more organically. Not that there's anything wrong with with either way, but the important thing is just joining a group and finding a group that works. So I've got a couple of thoughts on that. Joining a group organically means that you have to meet some people in order to find out whether they're in a small group or they have a small group. And that means doing more than just the handshake. We've got, you know, 60, 90 seconds at church to say hi, turn around, see who's behind you or whatever. And then that's it. You know, we get in the door quick at church. We start the church service and then we're usually out the door pretty quick as well. And that's just the nature of a Sunday at church. And unless you're connecting in other ways through, uh, you know, Awanas or some other activity at church, there really isn't any opportunity at church to ask that question or to get to know people well enough to know that they're in a small group or to even be invited to one by somebody. So it takes being intentional and trying to find opportunities for those relationships. If it's a couple that you met that seem to have kids around the same age as you on a Sunday morning at church, you know, like, hey, what are you guys doing for lunch today? Or, you know, what are you guys doing for lunch after church next week or something like that? Figure out an opportunity to meet and connect with them. If it's uh, maybe it's just continuing conversations and not allowing it to be like the, hey, how are you doing? You know, the weather, you know, just the, the small talk conversation. Use each week's opportunity to build upon the conversation to the point where now you're like, well, you know, we should hang out where, you know, we see each other every week at church. We should hang out. And if it's hard to get the family together, maybe as the husband, you decide I'm going to. I'm going to get coffee with this guy this week so that I can get to know him a little bit. I can ask some questions about his wife and his family and figure out if maybe a small group is something that we should start together or if maybe they even maybe they're in a small group or uh, maybe you're thinking about inviting them to a small group. As a church, we've built it up to this big moment where small groups are open and there's new small groups and go put your name on a list or something like that. And then maybe you you end up going to a small group and it's not a not a perfect fit. It's not a good fit. And so you don't you don't continue to go and then you feel bad because you see those people on the weekend and it's like, well, we haven't seen you at small group. And, you know, you got to come up with an excuse or or just be plain honest. Uh, It's it's a challenge. And so my my perspective is that it starts the best if it's as organic as it can be. And so even if you see a small group on a list, that doesn't mean that you just have to show up with your whole family or, or whatever it is uh, to see if it's going to be a fit. Look at who maybe the leader of that small group or the person whose name on that small group is and find them and see if you can get coffee with them. 
or give them a call or send them an email and uh, see if you can get coffee with them and connect with them and just say, hey, you know, like my wife and I or I myself or my kids and I or or our family is looking for a small group. And, you know, we, we don't just want to show up. We want to make sure this is a good fit. And you know, here's some questions I have. Do you have some questions of me? And and start that conversation on a one-on-one basis, which I think would just be so much easier than the awkwardness or scariness, depending on, you know, how outgoing you are of just showing up at somebody's house. And maybe, you know, maybe that was an off week for that small group where the kids were a little crazy and, and, you know, it was hard to stay focused and all that stuff. And so that's your first impression. You know, it's, it's much easier to have a smaller conversation first and connect with somebody first before showing up. So yes, as a church, we try to do what we can do by providing a list or providing opportunities to to join a small group. I think that as a church, it can be done much better. And there should be a, a way for small groups to just kind of be fluid and going on all the time and not be these kind of open opportunities that take place maybe once or, or twice a year. So we're learning as a, as a church and all churches are learning and figuring this out. I don't think any church has the perfect recipe for small groups because relationships, friendships, all of that stuff is hard. If it was easy, we wouldn't need to even be having a conversation like this, but it is hard. Back when I was a kid, our network was our neighborhood and I didn't know people on the other side of town. They might as well have been in another country until the internet came along and social media came along and cell phones came along. That is when the world got a lot more dissipated, I guess you could say, because like now our small groups that we were a part of, were from people all over different parts of town and even from neighboring towns. And we didn't interact with people that closely that were in our neighborhood. That is just the way things are these days. And so because you don't, you, you're not just walking out into your front yard and seeing your neighbor every day, you have to be a little bit more intentional with those relationships um, in order to get a small group going or to join a small group. It takes some intentionality. It takes showing up. It takes uh, making it important to connect with those different people. Now, Connecting with a small group can be tricky, too, because if you just show up once a week or once a month or once every other week, however often that group is meeting, it's hard to get to know everybody in the group. I found that the most beneficial thing to do is to meet with people individually in the small group and get to know them. Uh, As a guy in uh, small groups with families, that means, you know, connecting with some of the other husbands or dads in the group, like one on one, going and getting coffee, going and getting breakfast or something like that. And in the small group that I'm doing with a group of guys as a Bible study right now, uh, that's the next step for me as well, is meeting with some of these guys one-on-one. Some of them I've already done that with, but definitely uh, all of the guys in the group, meeting with them one-on-one so that I can get to know them. Because as a group, it's hard to get to know everybody in the group. And it, you, know, you, you can't get those deeper conversations and really get to know people that well when you are in a bigger group of people. But as you get to know people better individually, you even connect better as a group. And I think that those are key components that we are missing in a lot of small groups is that connecting individually with other people that are in the group as well. So that it's not just the group only that is the uniting factor. It's the individual relationships that are building with the individual people that are in that group. So whether you're thinking about joining a small group and just are unsure where to start or you're maybe even thinking about starting one 
one um, and, and how maybe scary that could possibly be. Um, I want to be a resource to you. You can, of course, email me men at easthaven.org. And I would love to get together with you over coffee or something like that and talk about what that looks like and, um, you know, just maybe help you through those steps of figuring that out. But really, the first step is saying, yes, this is what we want. We want a group of people to do life with. It's important because otherwise we're just kind of sailing alone, except for when we're at church on a Sunday. And that can be tricky. One quick small group story was from earlier on in my marriage when we were having our kids. My oldest was a year and a half old and he slipped and fell in our backyard and broke his leg. He was then in a half body cast because he was a year and a half old and fully incapacitated. Meanwhile, my wife is two weeks shy of giving birth to my second child via C-section. So my wife gives birth to my second child via C-section. She's incapacitated. We have a new baby in the home and a one and a half year old in a half body cast who can't move on his own. And so that was a really challenging time in my life and in the life of my family. And it was our small group that came around us that set up and delivered meals to us every day for weeks as we went through this process of many doctor's appointments and, uh, you know, helping my wife, um, you know, regain strength and get back uh, in, in the swing of things as well and dealing with a new baby. The, our small group was a key component and it would have been a very hard time in our lives. Yes, we had family there too as well, but our small group did so much and was a huge support system. And the only reason that we had that was because we decided to join a small group. Yes, we were invited to that small group, but we decided to join it and we started to build relationships within that small group. And that is the type of thing that we don't have so much in our lives. We do feel very much alone in this big world, regardless of where we live. Uh, We feel alone. And then when hard times and hard situations happen, we don't have that network and we deal with those things on our own. And as those things build up and perpetuate, it makes life hard and it makes life more difficult than it needs to be. So the importance of small groups is huge because it creates that community. uh, It creates relationships with other people. And and even though life is still going to be hard, it gives us other people to do life with. So whether you are married uh, and have kids or are a single guy or whatever, there is the importance of being in a group with either other families or other married couples or other guys so that you can draw each other closer towards the Lord. We all have that goal of wanting to remain in alignment with the Lord. If I'm not remaining in alignment with the Lord, I want other people in my life who can see that taking place and love me enough to help me stay in alignment with the Lord. If I don't have those people in my life, then I'm relying on myself. And I know that as myself, I will I will waver and be flaky and things will start to enter into my life that make it challenging for me until something big happens that maybe draws me back to the Lord. But I don't I don't want that as the way that my life runs. I want my life to be uh, more consistently heading in the direction of the Lord. And I want to be doing that with other people. So that's my encouragement to you to join a small group, whether it's to uh, seek one out, to start one, or if you're not sure where to go, definitely reach out 
out to me, men at easthaven.org. And for upcoming events and things, we have opportunities that make it possible for you to get to know some of the other men of our church, such as our monthly men's breakfast, which now is the third Saturday of every month. Go to easthaven.org slash men to check that out. And we have our aligned men's event coming up soon at the end of April 2023. Go to easthaven.org slash aligned to learn more about that. That is a key opportunity to get to know some other guys in our church and perhaps start meeting as a Bible study or start meeting because maybe y'all like to hike or you have an activity or a hobby of similar interest. Those are all great opportunities there. I hope to see you at one of them. So those are the things. Make sure to check them out and we'll see you soon.